Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts welcome to will you accept this rose a production of iHeartRadio. All up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept yeah. this rose? You know what? I will accept it. I appreciate you asking. You know, my standards are low right now. It's been not a ton of human contact. I'm in my bougie garage, getting a little dank in here. Welcome to a very special episode of Will You Accept This Rose? Listen to your heart edition. My name is Art Marine. I am coming to you from my bougie garage in Los Angeles. Guys, here's the thing. I fought this show like like some a necessary school assignment. You know, when you host a Bachelor <laughs> franchise and all of a sudden a pop quiz comes up and you think, I thought I was done for the semester, but here comes another pop quiz. Obviously, I'm going to throw myself in because I want to go to the Harvard of Bachelor World. Obviously, I'm going to do the work. And at first, I fought it. And now I cannot wait for Monday night because I am going to say, I accept your rose. Listen to my heart. And I, I'm curious to hear the perspective. There is a woman who we love, 
who is a friend of the podcast, who is a friend of mine. You might know her from the Comedy Central roasts. You might know her from her kick-ass Netflix special that was one of the biggest specials of the year, Nikki Glaser Bangin'. You might know her from her Sirius XM radio show that she did for years and also on the same title on Comedy Central. You up. Her name, Nikki Glaser. Thank you, Arden. What an intro. I am so happy to be here. I actually DM'd you and requested this appearance because I need someone to talk about with with the show about because I love it. I don't feel like as many people are talking about it. Yes. Um, it's just me and my parents watching it every week. I I love it. I I never want it to end. I'm so sad. Yes. It's just a six-part series. Yes. It adds so much to the Bachelor franchise that we weren't getting yes. in the past. So many unexpected things about it that I didn't know I would love and I absolutely love. And I I'm, I knew you would love it too. So I have to know, do your, what are your parents' names? EJ and Julie. So um, EJ and Julie, uh, for those of you who don't know, but I've been following on Instagram, Nikki has been very good, very good at social distancing. She is taking good care in Missouri with her parents. EJ and Julie, do they like it? They only watched it because um, I had to do, I did a podcast with Nick Vile, Vile Viles, or maybe it was an Ask Nick or something, but it was about listen to your heart and he sent me the like uh it was gonna be about the first episode so he sent it yes. to me and i said i'll watch the first episode just so we can talk about it on the podcast right. and i asked my parents to watch it with me and we were hooked it's yes i mean it's so good the people are more real than you usually yes. get on the bachelor because they're actual they're not just there because they want to be on a reality show they're they have to actually have talent which it boggles my mind that some of them actually do have talent because they yes. seem like such perfect archetypes for a reality show oh my god don't even get me started with natasha <laughs> oh my god natasha is incredible and also savannah was she the yoga the one that went yes. home the yoga instructor if she she could have easily like pounded her way through paradise like she could have easily been nailed in a hot tub in sayalita and been a hot commodity there she totally. didn't need musical talent no she didn't none of these people did but they had it a lot of them okay. haven't and it's it, it makes them so much more compelling to watch now, I have to tell you, I agree with you. The first night when Matt got out of the car and I couldn't figure out if we were in Calabasas. I didn't know if we were at the same mansion. And then I realized it was much more glamorous, much more kind of Moroccan. Weird. <laughs> yes. So I found out they're near – they're Chatsworth adjacent. Okay. Our fans. They're at the Hummingbird Nest um, Ranch. Wow. Um, and it's but, but I, I love, love the that- lighting on the side of like when they light up the rocks like the shots of the, of the you see you see jackrabbits bouncing about and then it's like they're out with coyotes and stuff it's like Gorgeous. porn stars and coyotes and that's it and rehab facilities rehab facilities yeah. and, por- and they get they just go right when they get kicked off right to rehab or a porn set <laughs> yeah. you get your choice of the two do not pass go and i will say matt when he got out of the car the first night had, didn't know Chris Harrison's name, which was such a joy. Wow, what a refreshing element to this, that that these people are not, they didn't grow up watching The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Yes. They're not obsessed with the show. They don't know the twists and turns. They don't know, even like somebody like Matt, they don't know the splitting of the hairs of the phrases that I think I'm falling in love with you. That doesn't mean, if, if somebody said to me in my real life, I would think, oh, they just told me they're in love with it. That's not so. That's not so. That's basically like a hand chase or a high five, a handshake or a high five in the Bachelor oh, franchise. That's such a good point. That's why he, he, he not, didn't know. Well, I love that they're, I, that's the element of this I love so much is that they are not 
Matt especially is not pressuring yes. himself to be in love after spending two weeks with someone. And it, that, that to him seems absurd because it is absurd. Okay, I'm going to I am going to give because this is your big day. This is your sweet 16 party. It feels I'm like I'm going to give you the choices and you can and it's almost like on um, paradise because it's not sort of a linear thing. I'm going right. to give you a choice of topics, but it's going to be like a, we're going to get to them all. So you just tell me okay. which one strikes your fancy that you want to talk about for us. Okay. We could talk about the format and how it changes week to week. We could talk about okay. how they the first two weeks we didn't have music in the competition. We could go by couple. We could do the Sheridan Julia um, Sheridan Julia Brandon. Okay, yes, I'll take I'll take that. All right, let's start with that. We'll yeah. start with Sheridan Julia Brandon. Okay, uh, Julia, what an interesting character. Mm-hmm. At first, she seemed like Renee Zellweger in like uh, in oh Jerry Maguire. Oh my gosh! Yes, she yes. had cystic so fibrosis. Wholesome. So wholesome. Said she was twenty seven. Felt like she was forty seven, and that's fine. That's fine. Felt like a divorced mom living her best life. She didn't second look of like life. it. She just had the essence of it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then and we the have hair. The hair. The hair. <laughs> and then Sweet Sheridan, who'd hidden Urban Outfitters and got all of his rings and his rock hat. And he looks first- like Poseidon, king of the sea. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. Really does. Yeah. He is and, just such a cherubic, sweet presence, always playing the piano, never really, yeah. Journal. And then we, sorry. Yes. We have Brandon, who is a professional sniper. A sniper. Wait, that was his job. He was a. He had gotten out of the Marines like recently, and where he was the first one that we met the opening night. He's like, "Well, I was a Marine. I served a couple tours. I was in the sniper unit, and now I serve." He's like a professional. Like he's like a bodyguard now because he was a sniper. So he's he's definitely killed lots of people. Like, and he's good at it. And then when you see how he sniped all of the ladies' brains and like. Like the fact that how his gaslighting was at the level of a sniper. It was I hand the floor so to you, good. Nikki Glazer. Would you he, bang? Would you bang Brandon? No, I would have. You know what? I say no, but I've I've fallen for Brandon's before, and I think that's the only reason I would say no now is because he just makes my skin crawl. Of how I, I the way that girls fell for him though, I think there's probably something in person that I. Probably now, even knowing what I know, would probably fall victim to his charms because they were crazy about him. There seemed to be really no depth to his character. He never really seemed to ask about them. He just kind of like looked at them with his sniper eyes, his sniper eyes, like he would kind of like squint at them like he was getting into focus and and zooming, you know, looking at them through the scope. I've thought about it. It's fully through the scope. I've thought about this quite a bit. He was the, and correct me if I'm wrong. I think he's the only alpha male that was in the house, except for that terrible Waboom guy that was the first night. That terrible guy oh, trying to get a catchphrase. So bad, but then Matt they Joseph. All, they Matt all Joseph kind of some, liked him. Matt Donald. Matt Donald, the Waboom guy who was trying to go he, for the kiss oh, with, with Savannah. Yeah. That was brutal. I think the only alpha that lasted the first night was Brandon. Brandon. You're so right. They're yeah. all. Um, and they're all a feminine, they're all feminine energy men because our delicate tend to be, I actually, um, was, t- went to go see this woman who was giving me advice about like, she, my friends like engaged now. Cause she was like getting therapy from this woman who wrote a book yes. called getting to, I do her name's Dr. Pat Allen. And, um, I, so I paid for a session with her. Great. I was like, I read your book. I, she like has this concept of there's like feminine energy people and yeah. masculine energy people. And just because you're a feminine energy man doesn't mean you're 
you know, gay or mm-hmm. meant to be a woman, or if you're a masculine energy woman, it doesn't mean you're a man or a, a, a tomboy. It just means that you like kind of, you're the alpha and there's yes. nothing wrong with being the beta, even though that has negative connotation. And so does feminine energy has negative connotation, unfortunately. So I really struggled with it because I didn't want to be a feminine energy or I didn't want to be a masculine energy woman. I don't want to be a man woman. And so I fought it and I was like, okay, and you have to have one of each. So a relationship to work, one has to be the feminine energy, one has to be the masculine. It doesn't matter who. And I just was like so mad because I was like, I don't want to be the masculine. So I was trying to be feminine. I was trying to like be more flirty and quiet and like receiving, which is the feminine energy. And it was not working for me. I had one session with this woman and she was like, she was like, you're a masculine energy woman. There's just no doubt about it. And you need to be with a feminine energy man. I'm like, but I'm not attracted to them. All I like, all I like are comics. And she goes, those are, those are feminine energy men. What? To be a, to be a a comic on stage for a woman, you got to be a little bit more like sassy and confident Yes. to be a, 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 a man. You have to be sensitive and more emotional than most men to put yourself up there. So genuinely like artists tend to be feminine energy men. So that made sense. Sorry. That was a huge, no, no, it's interesting, but, but but this show, you're so right. He was the only one. That's why everybody's little panties were doing somersaults. Like, like he, and it and it's that sniper is like the ultimate alpha. I mean, the, he's a literally a sniper. Like yes. there's something so you don't get. I mean, that is and he's the ultimate bad boy and the only alpha in the house. Because I'm like, why do they like him? I couldn't figure it out. And he wasn't even that a good singer. It. When he got that Pat, Pat Benatar song and like watching him sing and sing out of the side of his mouth was brutal. Like. Do you think she should have just taken the hit like Matt seems to be doing a little bit with Sweet Rudy and just been like, hey, Sheridan and I, we make great music together. I can handle making out with them. I don't have to like bone them, but like just sort of like make out, keep it friendly. But like, no, you the know, sniper, the pull of the sniper was too, too it was hard. too strong. Like it was too strong and she was too, she couldn't help the way she feels. That is like the really kind of honest thing about the show is that Chris Harrison keeps saying that it's you're there for love first and yes music second and uh, the girls or at least so far have tend to follow their hearts more than the music yes. and they are off the show because of it because it's like they have been pulled in the wrong direction because yes. of it and, and how real is that how many times have I been de- derailed artistically because of some man I was chasing and I wanted yes. to make this work it like Julia Julia got pulled in the wrong direction and but she had she couldn't lie about her feelings with Sheridan she just wasn't into him she was such an interesting character because she was such a hypocrite like she was attacking Savannah for being phony and yet she was openly phoned like she was stay it was truly okay like a moth like oh this light's in front of me okay I'm gonna go to Sheridan but it's all energy all she's doing is like listening to he and Savannah rehearsing like her and then when she got kicked off and he boned her, like, performing so terribly, and then she was mad at herself that she openly said, I should have stuck with Sheridan, it was sort of satisfying watching somebody do themselves in like that because I grew – even though Sheridan at first I thought was going to be really annoying, he grew on me. Yeah, he – was annoying at first his journaling his bracelets his long hair his uh, his lack of ever mentioning that he lives in his car i found that sheila yeah uh, is that what he could named it he had he had a subaru named sheila oh good god yeah (laughs) that that was never brought up again but and i i assume that some people the girl like 
one of the girls would be like, where do, so Sheridan, where do you live? And he's like, actually, I have a place in uh, Beverly Hills, but he didn't specify like a parking lot of a Petco, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, like, that's where, I, a, that's where I park at night. I'm but spot he, 1106 at the Petco yeah, in Wilshire. Yeah. <laughs> He just, I, I thought he was sweet. I thought he was w- a way better guy than, um, than Brandon. The Brandon made me like so furious when yeah. he did a thing that I think I must have gotten mad about it because I think I really relate to this is just wanting whatever's in front of you when yeah. it's in front of you. And then as yeah. soon as it's not wanting whatever is in front of you then and truly honestly wanting it. And I think I was so mad at him because I'm like, you're such a pussy. You can't just tell, uh, you know, sorry, Julia, that you don't like her as much as Savannah when you're, and then when you're with Savannah, you can't just tell Savannah that he, he, but he just wanted to give whoever was in front of him, whatever they wanted. And that reminds me, dude, as you say that it reminds me of how I felt of as Ari as a bachelor. Ari mm. truly was dangerous because he felt like when I hear about like sex addicts, like he felt like he was the first person who told all four women that were the final four that he was in love with them. He told the taxidermist. He told Oh, Becca, I didn't see that. He told – like he told all four and it felt like – he. it felt like – he just loved giving the gift of watching somebody. I think he just delighted in, and I think he believed it in the moment. Yeah, they believe it. And I I feel like I've done that too with like just projects, I guess. It's like I yeah. feel like with my life, I'm constantly like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. I can't wait to do that. Let's do it. And then like, I then I hear the next one. I'm like, I want to do that. And then I, I'm like, okay, I'll tell that other thing that I don't want to do it anymore. And then I go back and I'm like, oh, that does sound really good. Okay, I'm going to tell the other person I don't want to do that thing. Oh God, I forgot. That is actually, like, are you just, yes. it's, it's like a sickness. And Are you a Libra? No, I'm a Gemini. Okay, all right. The twins. Yeah. The just, twins. Just, it's a, but it's such two, a people-pleasy, like, oh my God. D- defect that I don't even like about myself. It's like, I, and I, it made me despise Brendan, but he's a, like, he's old enough, and I know I'm old enough too. I'm about to be 36. I don't know why I'm acting like I'm some, like, young, naive child. Yeah. But, like, drop it. Like, you gotta yeah. just stick to one, pick one person and give it to them. The way, but the way he was with Savannah, I would never be with anyone, no. which is just like making them break up with you. Such a pussy move. Gross. Katie thought, Katie, if if you remember, didn't you think that he, he wanted Savannah to beg? Like, when he, when he Ugh. finally, it's like, we were trying to figure out what did he want in that moment? And I think it felt like he wanted her to beg him. I don't know if that was me, but I maybe I it do was think you're maybe right. that was Heitner. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like you're the, right. there was something about him. It felt like he wanted when she was like, "Okay, go," and and he was like, and then he started chasing. Like it felt like he wanted her to like beg him to pick her. Yes. After he'd already broken up, he's a bad guy. I think. Yeah. I think he's it for women. Me when I got broken up with one time, I just was like, "Okay." It was over the phone. And I was like, "Okay," and I saw I didn't see yes. it coming at all. Kind of like Savannah. And he was like, and I was like, all right. And he goes, I feel like you're like pissed, pissed at me or something. And I was like, um, yeah, yeah. I'm like, and that's a Julia to Sharon. Julia did that to Sharon. He goes, okay, you're mad at me. And he's like, yeah. She's okay. You're going to use that tone with me. People getting mad when they're the ones getting, they're the ones breaking up is like, you don't, you don't get to do that. I know. You don't get to be mad as long as the person's not being vicious towards you. Yes. But it just has a change in tone. What are you supposed to still be like? Oh, great. Okay, cool. Thank you. Like, yeah, you're right. That shit. 
You're, when she broke up with Sheridan, oh, and she it was, finally, when he finally got some balls and yeah. was like, okay, bye. And, but then he got sucked back in. He got I sucked know, back in. I know. You just wanted him to actually, like, finally have some fucking nuts and just get out of there, but he, he didn't. I, oh, speaking of women following their heart, I felt like, and I, I have a theory that Jamie is somebody's niece at ABC because they clearly want to make her, they picked her and she got every single first date, like every episode she got the date and they clearly in their brain wanted Jamie and Ryan when they kept being like, are you sure? And then sending them on that weird second date, like that first date with John Mayer song and they sounded so perfect together. I mm-hmm. think ABC had them pegged to have the record contract from the beginning. Oh, and wow. she was like her her panties flipping like she wants Trevor. Yeah. And Ryan and Natasha's love is so real that why would you ever <laughs> want to mess with that? Dude. Why are we supposed to believe that there is anything going on there that is like a, in terms of a real relationship? He looks like his eyes just went dead when Jamie moved on, but he knew he was talented. And here's this older pussycat doll that's like 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 a Russian mail order bride who's like captured him. And he's like, OK, like, I guess I can still be in the singing competition. He barely even tried with Jamie. Like he didn't ask Jamie anything about her. He was not yeah. interested. He just sat there and she kind of fawned over him. But I, I thought he definitely deserved to lose her. He was he did nothing special that night. He kind of. Um, who did he like make? He made out with Rudy very awkwardly. Yeah, so funny. Oh God, to, I forgot like, about that. Him and Natasha being a couple that we're supposed to buy. There's like actual love there. Yes, it is so comical to me where we had to yep. watch them go on this date and hold each other like on a demolition on the, tractor. Like it I, just that date. First of all, look. I want to go break things like that. Actually, looks so fun it to me, but fun. not as a date. Like I want to go do that with you. Like yeah. I want to go. That was the date to give them. You're right. I want to throw a minivan around with you. I don't want to go on like a romantic out. I do want. I do want to go do that. That that very looks much so a, much fun. Yes. Brian, Sophie, and I went to a rage room once and broke things with like sledgehammers, and it was so. Fun. I bet it was anytime. Once this fire, any time you want to. It was at first like, oh, Anna saw a video of it. We it was we were nervous and giggly at first, and then it was so satisfying. Yeah, they play like Rage Against the Machine, and they just let you. They like leave you in a room. You have like hazmat suits on and goggles, and they just give you like baseball bats, sledgehammers, like, and you like you can, and then you can just break. You pay for the amount of things you want to break. It was very satisfying. That is so freaking fun. And like, I really do think there would be less rapes and murders if those were accessible to the public. It was sad. I had never. I I I particularly enjoyed smashing shot glasses with a hammer. Oh my we god! We broke coffee yes. cups. We broke VCRs. We broke a television set. It was really fun. I'm trying to I think of what s- object I would want to break more than anything in the world. Anything. What would you? You could break anything. What do you want to break? Just this. We just. There's a fucking lamp that just still works that I'm staring at in my dad's yes. office, but it's like tilted. And when yes. you turn it on, it takes five seconds to actually the light bulb to turn yes. on. Yes. And it's it's it just sucks. And I would love to just fucking break do it. it. Do it. Be right back. Do it. Yeah, there's so I- there's so many things. I would love, not in an actual violent way, but there's been like a few moments in my life, like when I've been cheated on or whatever, that if it didn't Mm -hmm. actually hurt somebody, I would love to be the chick that throws an ashtray. Like I would love to pick up a 
an ashtray and be like, are you fucking yes, kidding? Like a heavy murder someone. Like a heavy glass ashtray. Oh and I would love God. to be the one just look like in front of like catching them in bed, pick just have an ashtray with me and just like throw an ashtray like above the headboard. It doesn't cut anybody, but like I will forever be like the crazy ex that threw the ashtray. Yeah, like, but they right it. when it hits the wall, they look behind them and then they look back at you and they're like, and I'm, you I'm fucking lost your mind. You're like, you're damn right I have. Yeah, I'm like licking and I'm like, fucking try me. <laughs> try me. I have nothing to lose. Anna, oh what my. do you want to break? And what moment, what moment in your life would you like to go back in time? When you got held hostage, uh, the hostage on the boat, would you like to push yeah, the hostage guy? What do yeah, you want to break? Throw that captain's. He had like a giant one of those huge vape pens. I would love to throw it at, at his head. Oh, yes. yeah. And have face. it just like shatter on the head. Block ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like, get this out of my face. Get I'm tired this. of these God. giant clouds of smoke. God, yes. that's that's For like vape. the modern day ashtray. Ar- yes. like, Ar- Arden exactly. is in the 1970s and her yes. imagination. I know. I want to be like. Modern day w- boat. Yes, I want to be like looking like Gloria Steinem or something like a head wrap and giant glasses Ooh, or like yes. just really like wide leg pants and just like I want my boobs to be much smaller and actually able to stand up on their own. And I'm in like a like a Halston jumpsuit with a deep plunging V. My tits are standing up perfectly and I'm just throwing fucking ashtrays at the wall. That's the Seriously? New, that's the new me. <laughs> that's the opening scene of a show I want to watch. God, oh my first, you know what? As soon as we get out of quarantine, I'm going to get a reduction and a lift. And then just try me, America. <laughs> a try me and a lift. Try me. Okay. So then how do you feel about Jamie? Are you pro Jamie? Are you over her panic, her anxiety, her nervous jitters? How do well, we feel I'm about over Jamie? it because she's over it. I love Jamie's story. She was truly had such low self-esteem and like – no confidence to the point where I was like really tired of that whole charade of like, yeah, okay. You're getting nervous again. You're Trevor has to like babysit you through all these moments, which is really actually like great and sweet. And she needed it in the beginning, but I felt like unless she gets rid of this, she's never going to make it. And guess what? Something happened and she was able to, to click out of it. And now she has confidence. And I just, I love to see any story of a woman like overcoming this like false narrative that you tell yourself. Yes. Because clearly all the things that she was feeling about herself were unfounded. She was so talented. She had the ability to go out there and kill it. Had every, every piece to make that she, she was just talented to everyone else, but just, it was only her doubt in herself. And then as soon as that lifted, she yeah. like killed it. So that's always like a great moment to see. I know it's interesting watching it. I'm also aware I was like, oh, this little, th- she's so young. She's and- so 21, yeah. And you also realize, to me, I look at her and I think, oh, that's just the difference of like whatever that Malcolm Glad was, just the 10,000 hours. Like, yeah. like you can tell that Rudy has put in show, like time, like show after show in smoky bars, being singers with different bands. Like she just has the 10,000 hours under her belt. You can tell yes. that Natasha has the 10,000 hours. You know, it's like, it's almost like with stand up, somebody could be funny, but if they've never really done, like, it's, it, you just have to keep, you just have to do it and do it and do it. And she clearly has not performed in public. Yes. I was on uh, Last Comic Standing when I was her age. And wow. I remember being like, Were you really? Knowing that I didn't belong there and having the same problem of like, I don't belong here. Everyone here is better than me. I, everyone knows I'm too young for this. I know I'm too young for this. Right. I don't have the stage presence and feeling like, 
you know, I, I only got this cause I'm young. I don't, I, I it's not about my talent having all of the self doubt. So I think that's maybe why I relate to her more. And, um, how and did it, you do? I, I, it, it got the best of me. I mean, I went as far as yeah. I should have gone, you know, I was yeah. a year into stand up, and I was going against like people who were decades in. Yeah. So, but I, you know, I was the youngest person to go to Hollywood and yeah. I was right out of college. I'd know it was my first like intro into the whole yeah. world. And I was like wide eyed. And, um, and then I was sent home like almost immediately as I have on every reality show I've ever done. I last like two episodes and then I'm gone. But um, you did Dancing with the Stars. Which dancing is with the Stars. Very- the funniest so thing exciting. I've been watching the Michael Jordan um, documentary, The Last Dance is what it's called. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's funny because my first dance could have been called The Last Dance as well. You should also make a documentary. I like well, that. Just about my one dance. Yeah. dance. It's a 10-part that's series. It. About it's a 10-part one, series. One episode of dance. And then I got my cha-cha shit. What song was it? What, what was the style of dance? And- I had this salsa and it sucks because I, I could have done better with a, a literally any other style was okay. more suited to my body. I'm just like a girl without an ass, like a, an awkward, like I'm like, I look like a, a dance, like a Marianne. Like doing the salsa right. with a marionette is a little bit harder than the jive or like even a waltz <laughs> or like anything else yeah. would be easier with like yeah. so yeah. on strings. So it was a it was a horrible struggle for me to do the salsa, but um I was stuck doing it and um and I shouldn't have been eliminated so early, but it's it's fine and I'm over it, I think. <laughs> and uh yeah, I'm dying talk- to go back. Here is the best. Talk- about the 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 your experience on Last Comic Standing, I was talking about this on on Lost Culturistas recently when I did that podcast. Like, I auditioned for Mad TV like five years, and I got it like five years before I actually did it. And I, I had just made a tape in my living room, and um, I I knew I never thought I was going to get it, and I knew that if I went. I would last like two episodes because they, I'd never done any of the characters in public. I'd never done like groundlings or I had no I had no 10,000 hours under my belt. You felt and like so, you tricked someone to give you this. I, they were just they they fell for like a slight a, a, a little quick yes, glimpse yes. you and then they're giving you this based on nothing. I knew I could do the actual performance. Mm-hmm. I did not I knew I couldn't survive the politics of it, which is very much like SNL. I knew I wouldn't I didn't have the chops. And so then I went and I quietly did all the classes like at IO and I did classes at like I went and I did it and I arm and I started performing doing sketch shows and doing improv every week and then like four years later I did it right but but I feel like a guy would have just done it and started swimming I feel like a guy would have been like, thanks for giving it to me. Yeah, I, I, of course. No, I've never done – I've never performed any of these anywhere. Never. Not once. Yeah. And then that guy would not have a long career. That's true. I really but do it, think like – but we were smart because we were – you're not – we weren't underselling ourselves. We knew that we weren't ready to p- perform at that level because it yes. takes time. That's why when people are like, she, this young girl coming up, Nikki, I'm like – I'm sorry. I have years of on her. Like she might be a phenom and like, who cares? Yeah. But like, there is something with what that comes with experience in this business that you just can't get at. You can't just manufacture. It is. And I think going back to Jamie, I do think like when I see when she keeps saying I'm just an awkward girl in my bedroom, like I'm like, oh, she's literally never. Maybe she's she does, like, a school, YouTube. 
Yeah, like our school talent show. Yeah, YouTube. That's yeah. it. And I remember at Matt TV, they would hire people from YouTube and they wouldn't last that long. And again, now it's sort of different because I feel like the world has changed and I feel like some people have gone and thrived. But like at the time, because a lot of it was live, it was harder because they didn't have all – you haven't – you know what it is? You haven't bombed a bunch of times. Like you have to – like if you yes. bombed a bunch of times and you've survived and then you figure out how, you, how you're not going to fucking bomb. You know, like that's yes, it. that's it. It sucks that's to it. say it. But like you – you do have to have those moments and I still have them to this day of like the other day I was on Conan and it went great. No one noticed that it it wasn't an A plus performance. No one would watch right. that and be like, Nikki, that wasn't great. But for me, I just didn't. I felt like it was a C. Like I right. just I know what I'm capable of. It was a right. C for me. Everyone right. else was like, can't even believe it. And I tortured myself in the coming days. Like I taped it on Monday. It aired on Thursday and I could not let it go. I was just like my right. parents like thought I was like crazy. Like I was crying. I was just like, I fuck up everything. I've, I'm, I've gotten lazy. My work ethic isn't as like, why would I even, why wouldn't I not work hard enough for Conan? Conan's the most important show that I could ever imagine being on. And I squandered it. And they're like, you're crazy. I'm like, you'll see when it airs. It's not good. It airs. It's great. You know, like everything's right. However, I do think it could have been better. And I, the only way I was able to get through that disappointment in myself, because I, man, I, I could have really taken a sledgehammer to some stuff. You the, needed an ashtray and a DV jumpsuit. I was, I was nuts this past week because of this, because yeah. I had these three days before it aired where I felt the validation that people are like, good job. And I was just like, right. I screwed up. And then I, the only way I was able to like get out of it was to be like, you won't let this happen again. You know how bad this feels to think that you didn't do as good as you could have done. And now you will learn and you know now, but I always, you always, you have to learn the hard way. But what could you have done differently? I, what I want to do in the future is for like performances where I, the best part about myself, I think on camera is like, I've got jokes, but it really is like being personable and being present and not thinking about what joke is next. So I would have practiced the jokes more and done them out loud a lot more times to my friends, just called random friends and be like, here's the jokes I'm going to tell on Conan. Then I would have meditated beforehand and maybe gotten on a call with someone who I'm really comfortable with just to shoot the shit to get rhythm. And then I would have gone into it totally letting go of any expectations and just knowing that whatever happens happens instead of trying to have so much control over it. I had post-it notes everywhere with different jokes written on it. Yeah. I, I just approached it differently. So that's what I learned. Do you still have those where you're like, Oh my, I've been at this too long for this shit. I, you know, I, I was talking about this last week with Lauren Lopkiss, who you know has been doing all this press. Oh my God, for the wrong yes. Missy. And you guys haven't watched it yet. Our friend Lauren Lopkiss, who's a, you know you've heard her on here. She is so she is the wrong Missy in the wrong Missy. Oh she my kills God, it. isn't she like we she's are, so we're she's, ready, getting ready to see Lauren Lapkus fucking everywhere because that film she is extraordinary. It's a star, it's a star time. So star. we were talking about it. If it makes you feel any better, I really think. We feel warmed up on Zoom because we get, you know, like it's rela- this is fun and relaxing. I get to do, po- I feel connected. I get to see my friends. I do podcasts, but I think, you know, she had to do a lot of press and, and it's weird that you're, 
in your house and yet you're on Conan and, mm-hmm. you know, like it's – and there's a delay and it's oh, not in it's, front of a crowd. There's nothing good and about like, it. It's I like mean, just to, to forgive yourself that it's not like it's normal times and you didn't go run it a couple times at different clubs. Like yep. it, And there's it, – there, I watched all the things that she did, like the ones that she felt funny about. I was like, you killed it. You know, right. it's a more formal thing. It's generally during the day. It's light out. Like there's so nothing. True, there's nothing. And you're there's a delay and you're like waiting to see if you're over talking. Like it's just to, to also forgive yourself for everybody's. Everybody's having trauma right now, even if they're not like we're everybody's a little off. And yes. so we're all doing the best that we can. And so maybe just to forgive yourself, it's like a new learning curve. You know how to do it in the real world. Maybe Nikki's had a harder time doing it on Zoom. It's so – you're so right. Like the fact that I would even compare it to my other yes. appearances on Conan when yeah. there's no studio audience giving you immediate gratification you're for a joke you in tell. your childhood house. There's, yeah. <laughs> I'm in my dad's office yeah one room away from my childhood bedroom where all of yeah. my dysfunction started yeah like it's it's the, it, and there's the zoom lag of jokes and the laugh the laughter is just you haven't been around your comedy friend. you haven't been around your friends for yep. a month i, I mean, mean think about it, it is, also, it's crazy Lauren's like i finished doing these exciting big talk shows and then i went and folded laundry in the same outfit oh and it was two so feet away sad. like usually so when just, i'm done with conan i walk off stage and i'm like with my friends in the green yeah. room like shoving yeah. like the fruit tray down my face yeah. being like i fucking killed it and then we go out yeah. to eat and we have so yes. much fun and you're on the lot when i ended conan the other day i just go okay thanks and then i clicked leave meeting and then i shut my laptop and just sat alone and like heard a bird there's a bird in my backyard that yeah. truly sounds like it's saying facebook it just goes Facebook, 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 Facebook. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all I heard. That's- and by the way, you're, you also did your own hair and makeup. Yes. You're like, how fancy am I going to get? Because it's like 11 a.m. Yes. What should I wear? And I, yeah, no. And then the one that Lauren was doing, like, she was like, she nobody told her to like hang up. So like the host just left, just walked out of the screen and nobody was like, you can go. So she just sat there waiting to see if she was. And then eventually like three minutes later, they just shut the meeting down. But like nobody was like, hey, thanks. Like it just ended. And she was alone in her box. Just She's waiting like, to where's see my it- tote bag with yeah. my, my coffee so mug? Just and- no, everyone's having a hard time. Everyone feels vulnerable. Everyone feels weird in their relationships, in their job. Like it's weird. No one doesn't feel no, weird. No one. I, I I feel nuts in relationships that I never feel insecure in. Mm-hmm. I feel vulnerable. I feel like I get teary over like Hallmark commercials. Like it's just it's just to give yourself the pandemic pass, my friend. The PP. That the PP. that's a real thing. The PP. Give yourself the, P- the PP. The PP. Everybody, give yourself the PP. There's our podcast episode <laughs> title. Okay, so Wait, then see, we have- I want to ask you about what you think about Jamie and um, Trevor and their love. I want to talk about the couple's love. Yes. Okay. Great. Jamie and Trevor. I think she thinks this is it. I think he is like, yeah, sure, I'll do this for. He feels. He feels dangerous because he feels dreamy and he's got those little dimples and he's really cute but like is he in love with jamie 
No freaking way. Does he want a contract? Yeah. She's cute enough. I mean, she, I'm sure he's happy to make out with her and go on the road with her. But, like, I think she sees hearts and rainbows and, like, oh butterflies. Oh, my God. The way she screamed when he – I think it may oh have been, God. like, off camera and they made it look yeah. like it was on camera. Yeah. The way she screamed. Because my dad goes, that's not a good look to scream like that. I'm like, easy, dad. My dad is always constantly commenting on how desperate all the women seem. Yes. And so any – like, uh, I take it really personally because I tend to be pretty desperate. Sure, uh, sure. Uh, with men or just yeah, like sure. I just say when I like a guy, I'm not like playing it to the, you know, I'm not I, I, I just t- tend to put it out there. So he was just like, it's pretty desperate. I'm like, she didn't scream, but she did the way she was so excited when she he reciprocated s- that I think I'm falling in love with you. I think it was I the- mean. I think yeah. she's I, – I feel like she's getting younger every episode. I feel like she's like, so she's, cute. She's, she's a cutie pie. I'm I've rooting for there. her. I want, I want them to be in love and Me last too. forever. Me and too. I want his love to grow for her. Me too. Which I don't think he's full of shit. Like I do think he really, really likes her. I, I think I, he's – I he's really got, do. He's got like a high school senior that's into him, like a hot high school senior with like, so why not? But like, I think he likes her enough. And and I do think there's a little bit of Stockholm syndrome where they don't have their phones. They're not listening to music. There's no magazines. There's no TV. So like, yeah, this is, this is what I'll do. But like, yeah. do I think that he's not going to be on the prowl immediately? No. Like, I don't think, I hope he doesn't have sex with her then. That is all I ask of him is that he does not have sex with her if he, he is not. He's going, he's all going to. All of these guys, and that's what I liked about, I, that's what I liked about Matt was Let's talk about, he, let's talk about Matt and Rudy. Matt, he did not want to say I love you before yeah. he actually felt it, which is good. However, he handled it so terribly. He didn't and- know. He's never seen The Bachelor. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. Well, he, what does he, well, he can, the, the way, when she, when she, that was so awkward when she put her feelings out there and at he the just Shaggy goes, concert. <laughs> coming in the, 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 the town and it wasn't me. So they're hanging on the Shaggy had like a, a, a concert of 15 people. By the way, it made me also, not, not only do I want to go bang up cars and throw ashtrays at people. I also want to go to see Shaggy. In I got to see that a looked, Shaggy concert. It looks so fun. I it was, was like, a I, great advertisement. You get an intimate evening with Shaggy. You and your two friends can go see Shaggy and then go throw ashtrays at people in Vegas. It's a perfect, <laughs> it's a dream weekend. That seriously was like a, like a, if Shaggy had so a fun. That, that was that intimate in Vegas, I would a hundred percent go and I would want to sing it wasn't me like five me times too. in a row and no other songs. That and Angel. That an angel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Angel. Yeah, my darling. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. That an angel. But yeah. he could what? do it. It wasn't made what? for two hours, and I would never get tired of it. Me neither. Yeah. But I, but Matt Girl and Rudy. with the girl next door. And picture this. We were both fuck naked, banging on the bathroom How good. I loved that. Um, I loved that Rudy put it all out there and said what she wanted to, which she didn't need to do. None. These girls are so like i need to tell him it's like don't tell him don't tell him cool always play it cool like you don't like them and they'll like you more yes i'm saying this to myself yes always act like you like them less than you do my friend my friend this felt so manipulative but i remember many years ago she said to me happy happy busy busy i was like what she's like just seem like you're like totally happy and really busy 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 i just think when i feel needy when i feel like insecure and needy i just think in the back of my head happy happy busy busy like and there's something like and i was like that feels so 1950s housewife and yet there is something about when you're spinning out and you're 
you're hooked in. It's like there's nothing better than like, oh, I'm happy. I'm going to go with my friends. I got a work thing. I'm happy. I'm busy. I'm cool. <laughs> there's it's, – it's so powerful and it's when – it's so attractive. And the thing is that is the goal is to be happy, happy, busy, busy. Like yeah. I don't want to – I don't want to fake that. I really do. I want my life to be that so that I don't have to fake it. And yeah, because that's when that's yeah, that is the most attractive quality. But that's really good. Women, if you're listening, really, if you're if there's any manipulation going on in text, that's the one to do. Just think happy, happy, busy, busy, happy, Always happy. Don't answer with a toot ever. Even if you have no. reason to have a toot, unless yes. he's already your man, don't ever give him a toot. That is no. a, you can't because you're no. And that's what Rudy did. Initially. And even if he is your man, he still doesn't want the toot. No, you try not to have the toot. Yeah, he doesn't want it. You have a little bit more of a reason to have one. But you can but do it in person. You can do yes. it in person and be mindful about it. And, and do it after you've reasoned. Do it with your friend. After you've reasoned it out with your friend, you've calmed down. Then go bring it because I know for me, nobody can hear me when I'm at an 11, particularly with this voice. Okay, wait a minute. Rudy. <laughs> I love Rudy. She's such a fun mess. She's so talented. So talented. She's the so, one. She feels real. She's fun. She'd throw an ashtray at somebody's I can't head. wait for the the Rudy daytime talk show. Like she seems yes. like she has Kelly Clarkson energy. She's Kelly, she's Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. She's, she's totally. Just like a cool honky tonk gal. Yes. If she could just play it cool because you can see the one time he's into her is when they're performing together. Yeah, she could just like hang in there and just. But just I rehearse. relate to that too. too. I don't want a guy that only is like enamored by me when I'm a star. Yeah, because off stage I'm not a star. When I'm on stage, it's like wow, she's so confident, she's so amazing, she kills. And then I get off stage and I'm like insecure and you know just a, a different person. And if they fall in love with the one on stage, it's not gonna. I would like to mesh those two, but I. She does need to pull it back a little bit. But yeah. it is interesting to see because he's so obsessed with her as soon as they walk off stage. Like, he is entranced. I mean, if nothing else, I hope they win. They're the only ones I would pay to yes. go see in a venue. I and, and if nothing else, he should just have her be the lead mm. singer of his band. Um, yes. I mean... Because he's talented, right? He, he he's, he's good. He's a really good guitarist, from what They'd I can tell. They'd be a great bar band. They'd be fun. Like you could, they could make like ten grand at a wedding. You know, like they're fun. They really could, and they're fun. She, they're just you would just want them around too. Yeah, they're fun. Okay, let's talk Chris and Bree. Chris and oh. Bree. Well, have we we'd... ever seen this kind of love on Batch like this instant? Have we ever? Is it unprecedented? Well, somebody was pointing out on like the po- they're like did, they're like they, there was an honest question. One of the people who did the podcast said, "Did we watch them fall in love, or did they literally just sit next to each other and go, okay, you?" Like I, I don't remember watching them fall in love. No, when it did happened. It happen? it happened like while the crew was on a lunch break or something. It yeah. happened so quickly. It was not documented. All of a sudden, they were just holding hands and like yeah. in love, and they are so going to be together forever. I would bet. I, I, I hope like so. more sure of their relationship than my parents who have been together for 38 years. I of hope so. I hope so. <laughs> what do I, you think? She's so masculine energy. He is so feminine energy. They oh both are dazzled by each other. She is, um, I believe, she, I'm wondering if she's Mormon. She's got to be Mormon. She's got to, or right? she's got to be, or she had to like leave. Uh, oh, okay. Wait, I'm going to, we're going to do a quick ad break. We're going to find out if she's Mormon. Then we're going to come back. Bone zone. Let's get in the bone zone, guys. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up... (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels. A story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, um, we're, we're still finding out if she's Mormon. Anna, will you find out if she's Mormon? I feel like she has to have been. I've done stand up at Wise Guys. Isn't that in Provo? I feel like everyone oh, there I didn't was. Know there was a- everyone was beautiful and everyone was Mormon. And yeah, was most fun. fun. Yeah, really Provo, fun. Utah is like 80% Mormon or something ridiculous like that. And and they're all beautiful. They're all so kind and nice. Oh, my God. So nice. Lovely stand-ups. Great crowds. Stunning. A lot of them were divorced. There's, and they, they were talking – a lot of the comics were talking about dating – they always date – everybody has minivans because they all have a lot of kids. <laughs> so it's like it's like, everybody's very young and there's – and 
Because she's I a virgin. Oh, then if she's if she's Mormon, that girl's uh, a virgin. I've discovered something. It says she grew up in a tight knit Mormon family, including five siblings and a lot of nieces and nephews. Yep, that checks out. So that I'm checks. guessing she's a virge, but I'm, I don't want to say anything about her. But I'm guessing well, she what, is a caffeinated well, virgin. Because it was like the divorce capital, and I asked why the divorce, and they said because people can't have sex until they're married, and so people get married so very get young, married, they, so they get so they could get fucking, and then um, and then they're like, ooh, this isn't the right fit, and then I think the second time is like, okay, this is the right fit, but they got their right. early humping out, so she's probably. Well, for I don't sure think her and Chris are banging then, which makes sense why they're so like all like. That I almost feel I almost was going to write a joke about how I feel Mormon right now because I can't get within six feet of a man. And like if yeah. I do hang out, I hung out with my ex-boyfriend the other day and there's like some kind of energy there. But it was so much more intense because we couldn't even touch or even yes. think about touching. Like it yes. felt like I've been like so horny since then. So there's something the Mormons have going there. But also, Maybe you should become Mormon. I'm halfway. Well, I got to get re um, I got to get sewn up then. You should. Um, you should absolutely. You should do a Kickstarter for that. <laughs> <laughs> OK, one quick thing about that. I wanted you. I want to know is like, are they sleeping in the same beds in the that's house? What, that's what I when they got so excited that fantasy suites were coming up. I'm like, what? Like, why aren't they you all, guys all are in the same house? It's the wait, greatest what? thing ever. You're in the same house. What difference does it make? It's basically paradise. And I know on paradise, yes. they have the boom boom room on paradise. Right. But it felt like when they got to Vegas, it felt like they were like treating like, okay, Rudy and Matt, here's your room. Okay, Natasha and Ryan are great lovers. Oh my God. Here's your room. Like, Did you notice the hotel that they're staying in is the one that the guy shot a bunch of people from? They no. renamed that hotel. They keep doing no. shots of it from the outside. Look at the shots from the outside on the latest episode. And it's no. the same shots that were on like CNN, like of like all the windows, but they renamed it. By the way, the Nomad inside the yes. rooms are. I have to say, I thought the rooms were really cute. So cute. Okay, I'm, I, I, really I like, waited for you to say it because I'm like, are my standards low? Because I yeah. loved those rooms. I, I did like, too. I was like, I'm such a I design like, hooker. Ad. That's a good ad for a place because I will literally will stay there next time. Because, Me too. Like, I, really adorable. I thought it had like almost like a fun, cool San Francisco boutique hotel yes. vibe. They did a really I, nice job. They really nailed it. Whoever they <laughs> nomad, you're rebranding after the worst thing in the world that could yeah. have ever happened happened the so worst then we, so then we have at first Kristen okay I think Chris is super religious too that would make sense they yeah. both yeah they they both have that energy to them I'm sure their faith is like one I'm sure that's why we have no footage of them connecting and like falling in love is because all they did was talk about Jesus and like I... they really couldn't air any of it so Anna can you I'm so I didn't grow up with any religion. Me neither. Do the Mormons have a different God? Is there a certain person they? No, pray I know to? about this. It's the same God, and it's spoken through Joseph Smith, which was a person who wrote decided to write a book 200 years ago. The Book of Mormon. The Book of Mormon, and he kind of just wrote it based on what he wanted his life to be. So he just kept amending it, being like, "Oh, and also you get to like have a lot of wives, and they can Great. wait. Oh, now they can be 13. God says that they oh. can." Be 13 if you guys want to just get write that in your bibles i just talked to god last night wow. oh and he says that we can um murder our wives no it didn't get to that but like yeah that's what more they have a real god though they have like the guy in the sky okay i want to ask you these questions and also i don't know anything so if that was wrong i'm sorry 
I actually felt like you did a pretty good. I was like, oh, okay, that's how Read that under, under the Banner of Heaven by John Krakauer. If anyone's interested in Mormonism, it's a fascinating book about it. What is it called? It's called Under the Banner of Heaven, and it's by okay, John, John Krakauer, who wrote Into the Wild and okay. a ton of other amazing books. But it's all about how Mormonism came to be, and it's um, that. kind of like, you know, Scientology. I'm reading a lot right now, so that's yeah, me I'll too. put that on my pile. Okay, wait a minute. So here's what I, I'm sorry about, to Mormons listening. You're so nice. I love you. You're all the nicest people I know. Oh, so I love, I love what your religion that is made up does for you. But it's I have to say I, I really love, do. <laughs> I love doing stand up in Utah. I love I the crowds. I it, and I and it's I've never seen a better looking. I mean. Everyone's distractingly it's good attractive for your skin, and nice. Whatever they're reading and believing in, it's, it's so very, good for your hair and skin. They have great complexions. Mm-hmm. I was nervous that like they weren't gonna laugh or ro- they were ready to roll with oh, everything. And that's why I'm even speaking to them because I know they're listening to this because they're they're cool as hell. I have mm-hmm. tons of Mormon friends. Yeah, listen, it's and it's not just you. I have tons of friends that celebrate every religion and just because i think that it might be made up i believe in made up shit too so uh, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that it makes you it, you're all great humans and i'm that's happy to have you, you that's how you do it okay the how great is the insane assortment of judges that we have <gasps> i loved kesha and uh what's his name jason mraz kesha's uh, new face jason mraz's Jason, Kesha's new say. face jojo jojo and jordan and then jason mraz Jason Mraz kind of having a crush on who did he love? And I let me just say again, I only say Kesha's new face because I've had injections in my face and I have a new face too. So you can tell when someone has an old face and then a new one. No, we often talk about when people have a face on a face on that. Like yes. she for sure had a face on a face. I was yeah. there for it. I loved her face on the face I do too. Like it actually looked good. She looked I great. Loved, I loved her dress was the same as Jojo's dress. Was it? It was like kind of like very similar looking bedazzled. I loved her nails with the with the chains connecting. I yeah, loved she all. looked cool. Yeah. She looked I the, loved the, the judges are hilarious and I, I I rolled my eyes when they first came on, but then I was like, "Wait, no, they served a purpose. This was awesome." I loved I loved and then when they when Jamie and uh, Natasha went to the House of Blues and that we had Lauren from Ben Higgins <gasps> was with that country western husband of hers yeah. but he said his beautiful wife Lauren and mm-hmm. then she just sort of danced on stage and in the video she had a new face yep new face Lauren new I face was like on her face. oh my gosh <laughs> I, didn't, face. I didn't recognize you Lauren because yeah. you're not recognizable anymore speaking of face on a face I felt like when Rachel came with her husband Brian I felt like Brian's cheek implants had been like sort of removed remember he had like cheek implants when he yeah he looked more he had like a, a new face but it was he, like his old face that we had felt never like seen he had, before like a real man not like he because he felt like he had marionette cheeks before and now yeah. Yeah, he got a little down. too much plumper up in there. I've been there. And like he's, I always feel for someone that has a little did a little too much the wrong way. Like I was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, um, <laughs> like a couple months ago. Did and you I, win? my Botox? No. Well, I did pretty well. I got one hundred twenty five thousand dollars. Okay, great. Um, at one point, I cried because they I said the wrong answer and I locked it in accidentally, and yeah. I thought that I like lost at like yeah. Five thousand dollars. It was yeah. like so embarrassing. So I cried, but I had so much Botox in my forehead that, like, it literally. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> and you couldn't even tell I was crying. I was like, oh my god, like it looks like I'm fake crying, but I, I really love- was crying. But you, because there was no movement in my head, and I was just like, okay, we're gonna lay off the Botox for a minute. 
if this lasts, we're going to see what everybody really looks like in the pandemic. We just need a few more months to see what everybody really looks like. Yep. Okay, wait. Final thing. Overall, like mm-hmm. we feel as though there's been five I want episodes. More. I want more of the show. I need it I again. F- what is your favorite part of it? Like the structure, I feel like there's been a different producer each episode. Like, and what I, which I kind of love about it, I love that. Like, it's a completely different show each episode, and I, I love it. I love hearing the music. Who do you think is the most musically talented? Uh, I'm gonna go. I mean, Rudy's the best singer. Has is the best like artist. I would say like I want to hear the most, but musically talented. I mean, just by what they're showing us, I'm guessing Ryan. Like he's, he's really good. He's so good. Multi talented. Musician. Why are the guys the only ones that can play the instruments? When he last week with oh my Natasha, God, that, that, that was so I was too. so glad that performance bombed. When they told, when they said that they were taking um, Beyonce, that, that and Beyonce perfect uh, song, yeah, yeah. and Beyonce, and they were like making it more jazzy and like yeah, amping it up, and they were so cocky about cocky. it. You're not even going to recognize the song. Well, guess what? No one did, and that's the whole yeah. point. Is that and we need to know that song. That's right. Because when they gave them the one from when they gave Rudy and Matt, the beautiful one that Lady Gaga, like they did it as written and nailed it. Just just nailed give us it. what we want. Just give us what we want. Oh, they made such a mistake. It was, I was so glad to see them. When she kept so. moving the mic stand around and then he was playing the guitar with the With, with the, the mic. mic. That was so weird. And so, I mean, I felt for them because I've been in positions like that, yeah. like performing where it's Me just too. like Me too. And you make one You've, mistake and then it's just snowball. No, when you've when there's an actual physical mistake, like the mic stand, and then she skipped ahead, and then uh, uh, because they nailed it so much the week before, you almost feel like they didn't practice as much. Yep, and they like, were so and, cocky, and they were like, "Yeah, we they loved it when we when we danced out before, so we're gonna do that again." And like, but we're taking the mic stand and the and the mic and the guitar. It was so awkward. Yeah, that was hard to watch. I did feel for them. That was hard to watch. She held a the keyboard up for him for a second. <laughs> it was so brutal. She, uh, yeah, that was, that was, re- I really have to look away. And I'm not someone who s- gets really squeamish and when awkward things, like, I don't have any yeah. problem watching The Office or Curb Your Enthusiasm when other yeah. people are like, it's too awkward. This made me feel so uncomfortable to watch them bomb in front of Tony Braxton and the lead singer of Train. Oh, oh my and God. The it, lead singer of Train. I loved him. Oh my God. I loved his hair. I loved, I, I love it. I love the judges that to answer your question, that truly is my favorite part is the performances and the judges watching. And, and if you can tell if the, the judges don't know what we know about their love, which I find yeah. interesting. And if yes. they can really actually tell in yes. the performance and that's the best part of this show. Good job, producers, because you really can tell in the performance how yeah. they're doing as a couple. It comes out and Julia. it is transparent. Julia and Brandon, like when, when Natasha, I mean, like, and their fight and the, and just him and and way to go, Jamie, for calling Natasha out on that, in that moment, like no one else did of like, why would you do that? Jamie is 21 standing up to 45, 49 year old, 49 year old, Russian spy, Russian spy, Natasha, 33, 33 year old. I want to believe it. But I can't. She's definitely a Russian spy. She's forty-five. She's so hot. I mean, I would. So hot. She's She's got her Ariana Grande ponytail. She's got her ice dancer outfit on. Well, her fucking it's a a facelift that ponytail. It pulls it all up very. And I use that sometimes too. That old trick. But she is. um, uh, Yeah, the the fact that Natasha is that talented is like so annoying. She 
Anna, lo- Anna loved her talent. Uh, the, that's I have to say that's the, the week before she killed it. But I felt for Ryan that he was paired with like he was basically paired with Mariah Carey. Like he was paired with a woman that doesn't blend well with somebody else. Although I did like okay, the only thing I I like went mouthed off about Natasha on another podcast about the show, and I felt bad because she did come in and she was such a bitch. I'm sorry, yeah. like yeah, she was asking for people to call her. Like she yeah. was she's playing the villain, you know. Yes, and then but then as soon as she fucked up that performance and she got done with it, she was like, I messed up for Ryan. I feel bad yes. that I fucked up for Ryan, and I was like, oh my god, Natasha has some heart and actually does yes. care about him, and that was actually surprising, and I. I ended up liking her because of that moment alone. I have to say, I love the music part of this. I love, love the songs. I love. Me too. I love whenever Rudy and Matt sing. I get. To, I I cry when Chris and Bree sing. I don't want to see that. They're so boring, but their sounds. So, his voice is so beautiful. Yes. I do cry when they sing together. What about they, when they married that other interracial couple? What by the, the way, fuck? That was so. so cute. I cr- I cried when they sang to them. But then we were talking about this. I feel as though they were actors and. Uh. Um, and because when they didn't dance when this, they just stood and stared at each other. They were almost they like have this to be wasn't, real. They were too, think? they were too, it was too like cute. They were too cute. Okay. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're discuss this. The Eagle has landed. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we're back. You think they were real? I I loved them as a couple. I wanted them to be real. I love... but. I did cry. I cried when they sang. It was so, when they sang Stand By Me and I'm in my quarantine. I'm having my pandemic mask, my PP. You think I'm not going to be crying watching Stand By Me? It's Don't a, kid yourself. It's the music makes the show so much more emotional. It makes me realize like how much music impacts my life and like how much I want music to be a part of my relationship, even though I'm not a musician. Like I've been like learning piano since I've started watching this song. I've been yes. singing. I got a karaoke machine and I sing about five songs a day just alone <gasps> to myself in my living room just to perform and get my emotions out. What it's do you sing? A, I sing a lot of Taylor Swift and Britney Spears yes. uh, songs and just like different ones that are in my range, but just like to get my feelings out because really music, unlike comedy, is like such a great way to access your emotions. I, you know, I love karaoke. I mean, you know, oh, yes. you know I love karaoke. Girl, having you a karaoke know. machine in your living room to do alone. I do it alone when my parents go walk the dog. I will sing Lady Gaga alone. Text me the link of the machine you got. Are you satisfied with the machine you got? I am not, to be honest with you. They okay. sent me one for free and it's not that good. But just research okay. karaoke machines okay, okay, and okay, find okay. one that okay, has okay. good reviews. Because my my dad actually had to replace all the equipment with his own equipment. So it's mine's like a, a weird one that I bought. I'm not going to lie. Like as you say that, it makes my tail wag. I want to recommend something that's been making <laughs> that has been making me Please. enjoy in my living room. I've been doing three times a week. Instagram Live, Ryan Heffington, the choreographer who owns the sweat spot, who did the Sia video with Chandelier with the little girl. He is he's his energy is like Jonathan from Queer Eye and he does a live Instagram dance class. It's free. There's like 3,000 or 4,000 people on it every time. It's Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific and Saturdays at noon Pacific. And so you'll – You'll exercise and then the beginning is more sort of a little bit of exercise and then he dances and there's different playlists and then he makes you go get an outfit and a microphone because you're going to the club and then you have to go. He's like, you go to the club and you got to show your outfit. So I go to the club. I go to the club three times a week at 10 a.m. every week no matter Ryan what. Ryan Huffington is his name. Yeah. Ryan oh my Huffington. gosh. I'm putting it in my phone. It is I, the – most fun thing I do. And you are literally, and then he always ends it. He ends it with a little meditation where he'll say, we will get through this. We oh will get God. through this. Cute. We it's will on get his through Instagram this. live. Yeah. It, 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 okay. He'll just go live. It's just live. 
And he is so funny, and he'll, like, sing into a wine bottle. And so I, I have my outfits now that I have nearby that I put on. I've got my club look. And sometimes they'll have, like, Emma Stone will drop in and dance oh with him. Oh, my God. Like, also live. He'll have fun, weird celebrity guests that, like, pop in and also dance I'm live with him. I'm about it right now. I'm so – it's called Sweat Fest. Oh, my Sweat God. Fest. So Sweat Fest. Sweat Fest. It's the, it. mo- it's the equivalent of karaoke and – and and he will be like, work, yes, honey, we're going to the club. And then so you sing, and he'll, he'll go, buy microphone, buy club, buy outfit. Like, it's, wow. Picture Jonathan Van Ness, but yes. it's Ryan Heffington, and you were dancing with him. Well, I mean, it's, there's no, speaking of catharsis, I mean, if when I really want to get something out and feel something, I watch one of those videos. I either watch um, uh, uh, Elastic Love. Yes. Or uh, the greatest, or chandelier, and yes, that little girl dance her heart out and just get and like she looks like she's in one of those rooms where she's like breaking things. Like that's how the dance yes. feels and looks. It's oh my gosh, I can't wait to check that out. So you get karaoke, I'll get my dance, yes, class, and we'll meet in the middle and be better um, people because of it. Okay, we're gonna leave with two final questions for you. Great. Who do you think is gonna win? Okay, and fuck Mary, kill any of the guys that have been in the house. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I think. Um, and why? Tell me your reasoning of why. Matt and Rudy are going to win because it's, it's, it's tough. No, I think Brie and Chris. I mean, if the show is really about love, Brie and Chris are going to win. Done deal. I mean, they're already like they're in love. But if it's about music, if Chris, if Rudy and what's his name can get it together Matt. and like Matt and Rudy get it together and he really can fall in love with her, they'll win. But right now, I think it's going to be Brie and Chris. Okay. And then fuck, Mary kill. Any fuck, guys that's ever been in the house. Ever. Okay. Fuck. Um, oh, wait. Hold on. Remind me of other ones. We have Trevor. We have Ryan. We have Chris. We have Matt. Sheridan, Brandon, and then the Waboom guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to uh, fuck Trevor. He's yeah. hot. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's, he's on, he's your type. You like like a, you like like a all American kind of, like, you like a Ben Higgins. He's like a Ben Higgins. Yeah, he's got a sparkle in his eye. He's just yeah. like, seems really nice. He seems yeah. hard on his sleeve. He's very yeah, vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Mary, I would marry Chris. Chris just seems like the one that's going to be loyal yeah. and just yeah. like, thank you. I mean, the way he looks at her is like the way you want a guy to look at you. Yeah. And then kill. Um, I, sniper? yeah, it's going to be, Bre- it's going to be sniper. Bren- Brendan, although I'd like to fuck him too. And then kill him because I just want to do be both. Like, you could okay, fuck, fuck him. and ki- kill him because yeah, I just, I want, I want to like dominate him and like be like, great. yeah, great. you know, I think that's a great, I think and that's a throw really, an ashtray at his forehead. That's, it's such a good, you know what, you know what, you get a pandemic pass. If that's how it goes down, yeah. you had some steam to blow off and you know what, yes. everyone's doing the best that they can. And guess what, Brandon, she's happy, happy, busy, busy. So that's on you, boo. That's on you. with my PP. She's H-H-B-B-P-P. Nikki. Can I just say, what a joy. I just love you. And I'm so happy to, to have to have you on. What would you like to plug? Um, well, I have a podcast that is just going to be a limited series, which will take me into the next thing that I start, which will be soon. But if you want to keep up with me now during the quarantine, I'm doing a podcast Monday through Friday. Uh, it's called You Up, and it's called uh, it's a special edition. It drops on, uh, tomorrow, t- on Monday, the 18th of Great. May. And it'll be Monday through Friday, Friday and it's just 20 
20 minute episodes and it's just me at my parents' house talking about my day and being very candid and just, it's kind of like my little dear diary and people seem to love it. And it, it, so the new version of it launches tomorrow. Great. That's so fun. Yes. I love it. Thank you, Arden. My pleasure. And if you guys, my book is available for pre-order right now, Little Miss Little Compton, wherever yes. books are sold. And if you guys buy one, please do. You can send in the uh, receipt to rosepodcast at gmail.com. Um, and coming up because it's still a little ways off, but we're going to be doing all sorts of giveaways of like signed books and t-shirts and bags and puzzles and all sorts of fun things. So please send in your thing. And um, you can follow me on Instagram at Artemarine, M-A-R-D-E-N-M-Y-R-I-N. And we will be back on Wednesday. We will be dropping our finale episode. Um I said that I thought that Jamie was going to win because she because ABC seems to want to make her a star. I really like that theory. And I don't think she deserves it because I feel like Rudy should get it for the talent or Chris and Bree should get it for the love. But we'll see if in my brain their decision to pick her that that it was always going to be her is my theory. Mm-hmm. That they picked well, her before even If it is her, started. you're right. It was always going to be her. That's my theory is that it's rigged and they were like, she's a star. Wow, I don't. I, I definitely know that that could be the case, and that more I'm than wrong. likely it is. I hope you I'm wrong. Want, you I've... want you want it to not be executives making these decisions, but ultimately yep. it is. Everything I... that you're thinking about any show is uh, a guy in an office being like, "Let's do. Let's let's make this happen." Because that would sadden me. Just in that, I feel like I've never been the Jamie of like she's it. You know what I mean? Like I feel like. I know. my way for everything of like clock. So I I've hate never been a Jamie. like there is a world of Even Jamies out there. Was. I know I know some Jamies like I've never like so I hope I'm proven wrong as a person who's not the Jamie. I hope I'm proven wrong and I ho- I hope it's Rudy. Or if it's really the name of the game is love then I hope it's Bray. But I I fear that it's rigged and it's Jamie. If it's Jamie, Jamie, it's too soon. It's only good. Jamie, it will be good for you if you do not win. It will only make you a better artist and more layered. Like when you do really hit it, you'll be like, remember this show, Listen to Your Heart? I was on that and got second place. And it will be like a better story than if you win, if you're listening to this. It truly Um, will be. Well, Nikki, please text us on Tuesday because you'll be ahead of us time-wise. Text us on Tuesday and let us know what you think of what happened. I can't wait to talk about it. Okay, what a treat. Please stay healthy, Nikki. Thank you, Martin. And you can be nice to your noodle that you probably nailed. You can be nice to the noodle of now you know what you need to do if you have to do more stand-up online. Yep, that's it. Thanks, Martin. Remind me of that if I have to do a virtual book tour, that I'm going to be in a shame spiral because it's going to – be unnatural that if yeah you'll be not- second guessing everything regretting yeah. all the things you said regretting yeah. the things you didn't say and you know I'll- what you said them and you, they're done and you can't yes. go back move if on in september if i'm if i'm on talk shows i hope i am and i hope i hopefully yeah, i'm booked be. on them and hopefully it you know what whatever i'm assuming it'll be from my living room and then you i will have a text- green screen by then you'll have a really confident fun background that you'll yes, love you'll have perfected love your zoom makeup Great. Not Perfect. that you need to. You look amazing always. Oh my god! Thank you. Thank you. You do. Uh, I feel like the it, it has the quarantine has been good for women's like complexions and like hair and like I just I we're agree. all getting back to like being more natural and like healthy with real oils in our face and our hair. Like it's, I agree. I we're can't not as wait. Burnout. 
I can't wait to. I'm like on. A, I'm. A, I can't wait for like the full natural color to come in and see. Dude, your color looks great. Like Thanks. that is. It's, I'm a strawberry I, blonde, and this is strawberries coming in. I love I'm the it. Same. Like I am a darker blonde, and I was I, light blonde, and that's what start. Like when I was young, I was light blonde, and that's what kept me in the trap of keeping it that way. But like I, I'm not I love that it. blonde. If, roots aren't that bad. I hope. I hope it all grows out. I can't. I feel like I don't. I don't want to go back to spending five hours in a make in a chair every four weeks. I don't want to do it anymore. My highlight of the quarantine is cutting my own hair. I've cut it twice. I I what? can't stop. I want to get one of the razors that I can cut in with. Yes, I, do it. That's I love. Great. I can't stop cutting my own hair. That I want to cut a cute like Goldie oh, Hawn. Thank you. Nineteen seventies. Like it is a- sexy. Yes, it's here. so good. You look at you that. also there dancing in your kitchen the other day really brought me a lot of joy. Oh my god! Thank you. So Maybe it was much. like eight weeks ago, but like yes. there was a video of you dancing in your kitchen that was so cute and it got thank- me like so happy. Yes, thank you. So we're all just doing the best we can. Thank you. So Best much. we can. Late, Nikki Glazer, ladies and love gentlemen. You. We love her. We'll see you Thank soon, you. Nikki. Bye. Bye, guys. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this rose? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? This Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics, 
in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 